Welcome back to the Smoky Acre Podcast. I am your host, Charlie, and I just could not wait to get back on here and record episode two of season two of the Smoky Acre Podcast. I am so excited about getting this podcast relaunched and getting new content out there for you all. So here I am a day later posting episode two. Um, today I am going to kind of dive into one of the questions that I got via Instagram when I posted yesterday's first episode, which was how the animals are doing around here and our renovation projects. So I just want to dive into a little deeper about what I was talking about yesterday. Um, and today I am recording outside because it is just way too beautiful to be indoors. But when you hear background noises like our guinea hens, which are insanely loud and obnoxious birds, that is what you are hearing. Those crazy noises are guineas and it's because I'm outside. We also don't live right on the main road, but you can still hear traffic a little bit. And we're like a mile from the airport. So the chances of a jet coming through and interrupting this whole episode are very high. I've also made the mistake of bringing a sparkling water up with me as I record. Um, which if you drink LaCroix, you know that it's mostly just flavored burps. So... There might be some silences, and that's just because I'm trying not to burp in your ears if you are listening through headphones. So I apologize about that in advance. Typically, I would probably bring like a beer or something with me when I record, but I am on this, I'm going to call it a diet, but it's not like a chosen diet to like lose weight or anything like that. I've been dealing with some health issues recently, one of which I believe is a stomach ulcer, Um, but I spent all day at the hospital, went to urgent care because my symptoms were just getting worse, and the pain was becoming a little intolerable. So I went into urgent care, and she wanted to send me to gastro, Um, so I went there, and that guy was the worst. So he sent me to the ER because he didn't want to deal with me. And I basically spent my whole day from 1030 in the morning until 8pm at night at the hospital to try all I really wanted was someone to be like, yes, you have a stomach ulcer. Here's some Prilosec and this is a diet you should follow or whatever they do for a stomach ulcer. Instead, I spent my whole day there and never got a concrete answer about what's going on. So I have been on this diet of no coffee or caffeine, besides like a little green tea, um, no alcohol whatsoever. I've managed, now my symptoms are, have gotten a little bit better because I'm like well into week three now. So I'm able to drink a Coors Banquet, like one of them, and not be in tons of pain. <laughs> um, other than that, I can't drink. Like, Kyla and I really like IPAs, and like, I can't really drink an IPA. Speaking of the airport, here's a lovely helicopter making 
its appearance into this episode. Um, but yeah, so if you have stomach ulcer, Coors is like the ulcer beer, just so you know. <laughs> Other than that, I've been on this diet where like I can't have spicy foods, I can't have like overly seasoned foods, just like a really bland diet, and it's been pretty lame. But it's the only way that I can feel okay. I've also been taking like a Prilosec every day, which has helped as well. Um, and I have appointments coming up with this next week to try to figure out like what is going on with me because it's more than just like my stomach ulcer symptoms. So hopefully I'll have some answers there. But yeah, I brought a LaCroix with me up here and it's not super conducive for podcast recording. So yes, I apologize about all the background noise and any noises that come from me. Alright, so on to today's episode. So first off, I kind of just wanted to talk about my day. I've had a really great Saturday. Um, My day started off, I went to the farmer's market, which is my favorite Saturday activity. Um, I got like a really nice loaf of bread and some lettuce and I had like plenty of vegetables at home so I really didn't need to get any of that but the Wednesday and Saturday farmers market here in Duluth over on East 3rd Street is like one of my favorite farmers markets. It's such a cute little like setup. It's like this little red barn area and Kyle wasn't here today but typically the two of us would go on a Saturday And then afterwards, we would walk down to Positively 3rd Street Bakery, which is like a block or two away. And that is my absolutely favorite bakery. It's so amazing. Like, everything that you get there is just gold. So typically, we would walk down there and grab ourselves a little pastry. I didn't do that today because, like I said, I'm on this diet where I really can't have any of that. Um, But yeah, I went to the farmer's market, stopped at a garage sale on my way to work. Um, At work, I started this really large-scale black and gray piece on someone's thigh. It's actually someone that I went to middle school and high school with. Um, We were never, like, super close in school, but, like, we knew each other, had, like, mutual friends. She's super nice and great, and I've done, like, three tattoos for her now, And now we're starting this, like, really large thigh piece, which I'm really excited about. We didn't get as far today as I was hoping to get, but we made some good progress. And we'll probably have, like, one or two more sessions after this. So I'm really excited about this project that I'm working on with her. And then because we didn't tattoo as long as I thought we were going to, I had my afternoon open. And... Lady Outlaw Vintage is an Instagram account. She also has a little shop. She has been putting together this new vintage event in Duluth, which is going to be every, I think it's every third Saturday. So like once a month, it's this like pop-up vintage event in Superior, Wisconsin. The Spirit Room in Wisconsin has helped hosting it 
or they're helping to host it. So they're like kitty corner from the field area that it's in. So the spirit room is there. They have like a special menu. So they have like, I think one of them was like a, like a beer mosa, but it's, well, not a beer mosa. It was a ham, ham pain because it was a hams and champagne with like a slice of lime seemed very appropriate for the event but yeah they have their special drink menu and then across the street from them there's this field that has a bunch of pop-up vintage vendors one of being lady outlaw vintage and there was like six others plus some makers like Yaro Mead, who I'm actually wearing some earrings made by her right now. She's also the one that I commissioned Kyle's wedding band from as well. She's amazing. And one of Kyle's clients, Charlie, she is a maker as well and does some really cool things that she had displayed there as well. So like really cool stuff there. So I went there and I bought some really cool vintage items. I got this like popcorn bowl set that I've had my eye on. It's been on the Lady Outlaw Vintage Instagram page a couple times now. And I just like, it's a really cool like retro font on these like glass, like one big popcorn bowl and then a set of four smaller bowls to go with it. I've just had my eye on it and I just love it, but it's not one of those things that's completely necessary because you can really use any bowl for popcorn, but I've thought it was really cool. And I was there today and it was still available, so I decided to get it. I felt like her stuff on Instagram sells out right away. So the fact that this was still available, I was like, it must be a sign. I must have to own it. So I'm really excited about that. I got like a really cool knit top and a Pendleton flannel. That was my size, as well as a really cute skirt. And then these palm earrings by Crafty Ventures is the vendor. Crafty with a K. Crafty Ventures Vintage Yarn Palm Earrings. And they're in this like really cute mustard color. And really cool. She doesn't actually buy any yarn. She only upcycles yarn. So it's all like vintage yarn that she finds. She never buys new, which I thought was really cool. I was going to buy them no matter what, but to find out that it's like repurposed yarn. And then she also donates 10% of her proceeds to support the elders of the community. So that was really cool to find out that extra information. Plus, they're just really cute earrings. So, I'm excited about those and the other finds that I got today. And then I came home to my dogs. And I'm sitting up on our little balcony porch off of our office. Which kind of overlooks our backyard area into our wooded area. I can see the chicken coop. I can see Archie taking a poop right now in our yard. Jasper's just laying on our deck downstairs. And Nika's up here with me because she requires a chair with a cushion. So, I don't know. It's just a really beautiful spot in our yard. The sun is a little shaded by the trees now as it sets. So, it's like a really comfortable temperature out here. And mostly, I'm just entertained by Archie 
hunting ants. I think it's safe to assume that hunting ants is Archie's favorite activity. He could entertain himself by doing this for hours. It's so funny. His tie-out is like a zip line between two trees in our yard. So it covers a lot of area. And you can find him out here just face down at the ground, lips hanging loose, ears hanging down, just staring at the ground. Every once in a while he points where he like lifts up a paw and his like tail goes straight. And he's just staring at a little tiny ant mound. And then you'll see him pounce just like, with like both front paws on top of this ant mound and you'll see him like go at the ground I'm pretty sure he eats them which like I've heard ants kind of are like sweet and sour so maybe they taste good to him but yeah he loves to hunt ants we've even like when we go to like uh breweries or restaurants or whatever where they have a patio where we can bring dogs I always make sure to bring things to entertain them typically we will bring like Jasper and Archie to patios because Nico would rather just like stay at home and be in the bed or on the couch and so we'll bring the boys and I bring toys so I'll bring like a little antler and another chew toy and then maybe like some treats and a toy that I could put like treats in like a little like treat puzzle you know to keep them entertained so that they'll like stay under the table or next to the table and not be all over the place since they're kind of a high energy breed so keep those to entertain them but we went to this restaurant um over near the Pike Lake area in Duluth if you're familiar with the area um and I brought all these toys and Archie could not care less about everything that I brought him because he saw one ant in this little like rock landscaping they had on the side of the building. I'm sorry, the guineas are deciding to be really loud, which gets Nika really worked up because she's not a huge fan of birds. So it was just a whole thing right now. Anyways... Archie spent that whole dinner pouncing at the little rock landscaping at this restaurant's patio. So afterwards, Kyle had to do a little landscaping and push all the rocks back to where they belonged because he pushed some of them out of the way. But that's how he entertained himself the whole entirety of dinner. So that it's just like really funny to watch him. Jasper is like not really great. At entertaining himself like right now he's fine he's laying on the deck like I'm upstairs he's outside he'll just lay on the deck all evening he is totally fine with just hanging out every once in a while I'll watch him jump into the little duck and goose pool area that we have to cool himself off and then he'll go back and lay down and he's just really chill and well behaved but he's not super good at entertaining himself so he won't play by himself or even like he knows all the paths here in our woods and he does not like go for a walk by himself he doesn't leave like the yard area which is really nice to know that he's safe but also like he when we are outside with him he requires us to throw a stick 
or a ball for him constantly. So it would be nice if he could entertain himself a little bit more, but he is a really well-behaved boy. And Archie, not as well-behaved, but can entertain himself for a really long time. He's very content. Like right now, he's literally chasing butterflies and moths through the yard. I Honestly, there might be a lack of brain cells there, but it's really adorable, so I don't mind so much. As far as other animal updates, Juniper, who is our cat, um, if anyone has met her, you know she's not the most pleasant cat to be around, but she's honestly so much better. She's about to be two in September, and she has become like a whole new cat, if, especially in the summertime when she can spend most of her time outside. She spends almost 24 hours a day outside. Every once in a while, she can let herself in and out of our sun porch. Um, so I'll find her napping on the couch in there, um, or she'll come in and eat some food in the morning and in the evening and maybe take a nap on our bed. Um, but for the most part, she loves to spend all her time outside if she is inside, it's during the day because she likes to nap during the day and then go out at night to hunt. But she is such a more pleasant cat to be around. She su- when she is around us, she's super cuddly. And my aunt had stopped by with some things with my cousin Nash. And apparently Nash was able to pet her, which like is amazing because typically she doesn't let people besides Kyle and I pet her. So, that's cool to hear that she's maybe, like, a little more open to other people. But if you bring a dog here, she's not your friend, just as a heads up. So, anyone, any dog owners that come here and want to be her friend, you're automatically disqualified. Other than that, though, she's been really great, and all the dogs have been really great. I think think one update, maybe, since we since I last recorded is Jasper has had a surgery. Um, a lot of our friends and family already know this, but Jasper had a tumor on his arm that was cancerous. Um, but we were able to do surgery and fully, they got the whole entire tumor and they said that really good margins and he healed really quickly and he's been doing amazing. So it was very difficult to find that out, um, but to know that the we switched vets this year um, to one that's on North Shore Drive, like on your way up to Two Harbors, and they're amazing, and they took really good care of him, and he's been doing really well, and to know that we made the right choice in doing the surgery, and he's fine, And if the tumor were to come back, we're looking at, like, probably another four years before that happens. So, oh gosh, there's a hornet. Ah! Okay, it's gone. (sighs) This hornet got really close and personal, and I am not a fan. Okay, I think we're good. What was I even talking about? That was distracting. Oh, Jasper. But Jasper is doing really well. He's still the great, greatest boy. 
and but that is maybe one update about him um as far as other updates with the animals i have a little white chicken that even though i put it away every single night decides to ha has some sort of escape hatch somewhere and fi i find it in our yard every single day so that is currently walking through our wildflower garden and i say it because I'm a little nervous it's a rooster. I was hoping it was a hen, but it's kind of looking to be a rooster. And just, this rooster thinks it owns the place. So, it just lets itself come and go from the coop as it pleases. And I guess I'm going to have to do some chicken catching later this evening. So that's fun. Other than that, there's not really any more animal or pet updates that I haven't discussed in this episode or the previous episode. So that's kind of all the updates there. We really don't have any plans of getting more animals besides some female ducks, maybe a female goose like I had talked about. The chickens were constantly adding more, losing some, so that's kind of just like a cycle in itself. But as far as like other livestock or pets, I think we are good for now. This place is, is already as crazy as it possibly can be. And that kind of segues into the other craziness of this place is some renovation projects. Um, next episode, I want to try to get Kyle on here to talk about one of the questions that I got over Instagram, which is the pros and cons of having uh fixer upper versus new construction which i have a lot of thoughts on that topic and i know that kyle does too and we can kind of like integrate our own journey and story with having a fixer upper ourselves so that is something that i will talk in hopefully the next episode if i can coerce kyle into recording with me but I'll kind of briefly run over some of the projects that we have going on here because even if you keep up to date with our lives, we're constantly doing new projects and constantly just like randomly tearing down walls and other stuff in our house. So yeah, one of the main things that we've been focusing on is our kitchen area. So when you walk into our house, there's like a tiny little mudroom area. That was like the first project that we ever did. We tiled that floor and painted that room. Kyle put in this like really beautiful shelf slash uh, coat rack and made this really hefty bench because Kyle doesn't do any woodworking that isn't super hefty. So he made this really nice bench and we just got that renovated. Unfortunately, we probably are going to have to like retile that or put those like, what are those, like the tongue and groove kind of like tile boards or whatever that you can put in there because it is not completely level um, and we've had a couple hairline cracks through a few of them. So unfortunately, that very first renovation project we ever did here, we might have to redo. Which is like so unfortunate to put time into something and then have to rethink it or redo it. Um, 
It is so much better though than what it first was, which was carpeting and pegboard on the walls. So anything is really an upgrade from carpet and pegboard in a mudroom. So we've at least made progress there. But anyways, you walk into that mudroom. On the other side of the wall that you're looking at, there is a pantry, walk-in pantry area. And then the kitchen is off to your right. Well, the wall between the mudroom and the pantry, we opened up. So we tore down that wall and we tore down the wall that goes from there into the kitchen area because we really wanted to open it up into one big space. So our pantry is now an open pantry with shelving that we still need to put in, walls that we still need to fix up, floors that we need to refinish. But then we were able to move our fridge from basically the middle of our kitchen, taking up our whole kitchen area, off to the spot that there was a wall between the pantry and the kitchen, like the counters in the kitchen. So now it's off to the side and it's really nice to have more open space in the kitchen. I've also started tearing up the linoleum in the kitchen, which it's linoleum subfloor, really old linoleum, really old subfloor, hardwood floors. So tearing up all of that so that we can hopefully refinish these hardwood floors if they're in good enough condition. Um, most of them seem to be in great condition besides the outer edges. So we've talked about doing a different wood to make some sort of border along the whole kitchen to look as like a nice aesthetic detail, but also a fix to replace some of those boards that aren't refinishable. So we have flooring that we're still tearing out. We also have to tear out the old cabinets. The new ones are painted and ready to be installed sitting in our sun porch right now. So we have those, we'll have new countertops and then our upper cabinets are gonna be floating shelves. So we're like right on the edge of being somewhat chaotic to complete chaos where we have an inoperable kitchen. And I think we've just been like dragging our feet a little bit because both Kyle and I need to have an adequate amount of time off of work in order to address everything. Because I've tried to do a lot of this on, by myself. And some of I like simply just do not have the strength to do a lot of these projects. Or even like the height to do some of the projects. So I really do need Kyle. And he needs my help too. Because it's really not a one person job. So we both just need time off of work. And then we also just need to be in a place where we're okay with not having the kitchen for a period of time. Because we won't have a sink, we won't be able to use a stove, like we'll be refinishing floors so we won't even be able to walk through our kitchen. And so really we've been dragging our feet because we've just been so busy in other places of our lives that it's, we're just like right on the edge of pure chaos. Apparently the guineas need something. They're being very loud. Um, we also are finally finishing our bathroom renovation. We had started this renovation and it's basically completely renovated, but there were some small details. Like we wanted to replace all the trim with like a rough cut wood instead of like the stupid trim that was in there. And then I wanted to repaint so I like repainted the whole thing so there's just some like minor things and it's almost done we have like just most of the trim is up we have like a couple more pieces of trim to put up and then that bathroom will be finished and I am so excited about it 
Um, we also have thoughts about what we need to do with our guest room. So that will be changing within the next handful of months, but that will be to be determined on that and to be announced. Um, and then other than that, we've just like our porch is another area that we need to renovate. But like I said, our new cabinets are stored in our porch. So I really can't do any sort of updating or fixing up in the porch until all those cabinets are gone. Also, this is your public service announcement that if you have ever thought about having guineas, just listen to this audio and know how annoying they are and maybe rethink that choice. But anyways, yeah, so we've been really busy with projects. Other projects, too, have been wedding-related. So Kyle built our arbor. Um, Of course, he always likes to do, like, traditional joinery without any sort of, like, screws or anything. So it is a really hefty arbor for the wedding. This thing has to be at least, like, 600 pounds. But it's gonna last forever and it looks absolutely beautiful so he made that and then we he mostly did this and I just kind of assisted we made a little like storage shed for the very end of our driveway where we can store our bikes and some like lawn care things like our lawnmower and trimmers and whatnot Um, and then he has his Harley and I have a TW200, like a Yamaha TW200, which is like an on-off-road bike. Um, I recently got my motorcycle permit. I still don't know how to drive the dang thing, so still learning about that. I've driven it like five feet, backed it up, drive it five more feet, back it up. That's basically where I'm at right now. But he is out riding that today with our friend and co-worker Jeremy. So he's out on some trails riding that around today, having lots of fun. Um, But it was nice to have a space now to store our bikes so that with weather and everything, they're protected. Our garage is also very small. It doesn't have a whole lot of room. So things like the lawnmower and the bikes really don't get stored in there easily. And then once they are stored in there, they're not super accessible. So we needed just like a little storage space for additional storage, but also just to have things a little more accessible. Um, And it is absolutely beautiful looking. And we were talking about as we were building it, because we put a lot of work into it. And we also were able to afford the lumber for it. Versus like our chicken coop is using all scraps and it's like the night and day difference between the construction of our chicken coop versus this shed. They look like they were built by different people. Um, I mean, there's a handful of years between them, but I think another project at some point will be rebuilding our chicken coop. So it doesn't look like it was thrown together overnight. But yeah, we stay plenty busy around here. Lots of projects and chaos with the animals um speaking of animals they nika's giving me eyes right now they need to have dinner it's definitely past their dinner time about like a half hour and she is not okay with that i also have some things that i need to get done around here that i'm kind of avoiding so i should probably get on with that i suppose But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this, like, little additional update. Like I said, 
I'm going to try to coerce Kyle into this next episode so that we can kind of dive into projects more, get his take on things, talk about the differences between a fixer-upper and new construction and our personal opinions about that. Um, And I have so many more ideas for future episodes. Like I said, I am not posting things on a schedule. So those episodes could come out in a couple of days or it could be a week. It just kind of depends on what life decides to throw at me here. So stay tuned for all of that. Thanks for listening to me ramble on for the past, like, I don't even know how long. And I hope you stay tuned for future episodes. If you want to go ahead and click the like and subscribe button on Apple or Spotify or wherever you are listening to is super helpful as well as leaving a five-star review. That's the best way of getting the word out there about this podcast and letting it be more accessible to others. I'm excited for the future of this podcast and what it can turn into. And with your help, I think we can do some great things. So thanks for listening and as always have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.